Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode on dating intelligently. I have Christopher on today and we are going to be going over all things dating, tricks and tips and stories to help advocate for women to know signs of when a man are being an idiot and help them be better and also what to avoid. These are great stories and tips for people of all genders, and I even talk about dating a woman and my experience and how it differs, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my sexies. We have a special guest on today, and it's a man. Wow. I've only had, (laughs) this is my third (laughs) male guest, so I'm really excited to have you. I have Christopher Lewis on today. And he is a dating coach and he has his own podcast called Dating Intelligence, which we are going to be talking about a little bit and kind of talking about a variety of things. So it's going to be fun. But first of all, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience. Well, first of all, hello, Tia. Thanks for having me on your show. And uh, and by the way, I'm super excited to be your third male guest on the show, which means third time's the charm. So this is going to be a hit, as we know already. So um, hi, audience out there. I'm super excited to talk to you guys. And whatever you want to know, just ask away. We're in it together. Yes, I love that. So how did you get into doing your podcast around dating? Um, so my podcast started about three years ago um, when a friend of mine, I actually, you know, the funny thing is I actually tried to start a book right during, right before COVID time. And so started writing, got six chapters in and I was like, who the hell is going to read this book? No one knows me. So basically I was like, I'm going to start a blog. So I'm going to gain my, I'm going to get my audience that way, start a blog. And about, you know, and let me see about maybe six months into the blog, I was actually helping a friend of mine uh, going through some dating problems. And another friend of mine was there and she's like, damn, Chris, you're really good at this stuff. I'm like, I know. That's why I have a blog. You know, this is things that I've been doing my whole life. So um, she goes, we need to do a podcast. And so she became my first co-host for about about four to six months. And uh, she was a Playboy Playmate back in the day. And literally, like, we had, like, the show that started during COVID. And we started, like, literally the week later and just started getting right into it. The tops were amazing. And then eventually she got so popular from doing the uh, the podcast again that she started doing her own thing. So, mm-hmm. and then I actually went on my own for about two to three months just bringing in guest hosts, like a, um, what is that, that Kelly Ripa sort of thing on, on you know, on, um, what is it, ABC? So we were yeah. just brought in separate guests and things like that to be my co-host. We'd pick topics to talk about. And then eventually... I landed my last coast, uh, Jamie Villamore, who's uh, now a, she's been an international model for the past uh, 20 years, I think. And she's just doing amazing. So, but so when she gets the time, she does the show with me and it's just been an amazing run. Awesome. So what's your passion behind dating intelligence? My passion, that's a good question. My passion behind dating intelligence is to teach. First of all, I'm just an advocate for women. That's how this whole thing started. And I just want to teach guys how to be better for women and how to teach women on how to read the signs of when guys are being idiots, quite frankly. Okay. Right? So as I always say that like, guys, we're all idiots. I'll, I'll even put myself in that category, even though I, I doubt myself as the dating intelligence genius here, but we're all idiots. And so um, our, my job is just to teach women the signs of when we're being idiots and how to teach guys, quite frankly, just to be better for women. Yeah. And ultimately it's better for men as well. It's a win-win. Yes, it don't is. you agree? Oh, most definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to be a better guy for, for women, you know, especially when you are just going to be just in this, these amazing relationships with someone that you actually find, you know, love with or whatever you want to do. So. Okay. So yeah, I think it would just be a win-win. I'm just going to come out and say it like, last year I started dating women because I was just so sick of how men treated me and how I felt kind of discarded or used and used and abused, not in like Mm -hmm. a physical sense, but just not treated well. And I've gone through periods of time that I went through that type of feeling and had to like, really like let go of all of the past you know, relationships and really like 
okay, where do I want to attract at? How, what do I have to do to change mm-hmm. this? Who's the main ingredient? It was me. So I felt like I had a change. Okay. But I love that you are kind of coaching men to be better. So uh, how do we even dive into this? Like <laughs> I, I could say so much, but I guess one thing that I would like to hear is that I struggle with is that men kind of are pushy and they don't notice when they are. But then also Mm -hmm. we like a man that leads, but leads with, you know, feeling the energy, getting the signs first, then leading. And Uh, another thing is treating women well after intimacy. So those are two topics that if you want to talk about. Well, let me just start from the beginning. So first of all, so you're, you've, you've gone to women, which is, you know, like that's, that's freaking amazing. See guys, what you're missing out on this, this is a beautiful woman here. And you just, you just drove her away. That's all (laughs) I have to say. So no, but seriously though, I feel like a lot of guys, you know, which I've been telling a lot of women lately is that we lead with, um, with ego first and foremost. And I feel like sometimes ego is the thing that gets us all in trouble. And another thing that happens is a lot of guys, they preface when they start dating someone, they, they put out, I call it their, um, their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're kind of like their security blanket. If something happens that they can always say, well, I told you so like, for instance, yeah. I'm going to say like, you know, if you meet a guy, the first thing they're going to say is like, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of busy with work. And the second thing is though, they'll say, well, they'll, they'll make up some excuse in other words, and not to say that it's a legitimate excuse, <laughs> but it's, it's this disclaimer that they throw in just in case something down the road happens. They go, Hey, look, I, I told you I was busy with kids, family, yeah. you know, or yeah. like, you know, my work job. I, I, I just didn't have enough time anyways. And then as a woman, you guys all sit there and go, you you actually take the blame for it and go, well, he did say he was busy with this. I'm like, no, let him be accountable for his own shit, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and as far as the other stuff goes, I always want to tell women, you know, for the most part that what happens is, yes, you know, we all have to be an alpha male leading and things like that. But there's also ways to kind of back off of that a little bit and not be so directional of saying, look, you know, I'm a man, this is where we're supposed to lead. You know, this is the way it is. And allow the woman to sometimes just have a little bit of um, leeway as well. And that's, this is why for myself, I like to find the yin and yang in a relationship where, yes, we're, I want to have an equal partner. I would, I love dating strong, independent women, first and foremost, because I feel like, you know, like there's this push and pull that I like, you know, like for instance, Tia, your strengths might be my weakness and my weakness, you know, my strengths might be something vice versa as well. So we're looking for that balance more than anything else and not just one person always leading the charge and taking control. And that sometimes can lead to failure as well. So yeah, um, mm -hmm. there does need to be balance. Yeah. Right. If the masculine man or is always leading and then the woman's maybe too much in her feminine side, Mm -hmm. she doesn't have that ability to speak up when there's discourse or like when something needs to be addressed. That's uh, correct. You know, and sometimes and it's a little too late because at that point you're either really deep into it where you've you've already created that role for yourself, which I always say, look, once the roles are created, it's very hard to kind of switch those roles up. So what I tell people to do off from the beginning is just that communication has to happen from the beginning. You know, first and foremost, it's just like if you're if you feel like you have something that you need balanced out of that relationship from the beginning, just speak your voice and say it. For instance, if you wanted something out of that relationship, let it known from the beginning. And the biggest thing that I tell people is that person can either say yes or no. They can either agree or disagree, right? But that's a choice that you're giving them from the start and not letting one person just bulldoze you over and steamroll the whole relationship at this point. And now you don't have a voice and now it's too late to kind of put your balance into work at that point. So that's one of the things I always try to tell people. Yeah. And just coming from my perspective is we were always told like, you know, to play the game and like play Mm -hmm. it cool. And honestly, that's what went through my mind dating in my 20s was like, oh, like they have to chase me and like, oh, I'm the cool girl. (laughs) And like, oh, like I'm not going to push a relationship. But now I've learned that it's good to let go of the expectation and let go of like maybe any pressure, but to also say what I am looking for. That way I can filter through the people who, oh yeah, like we just wind up together. Yes, that happens occasionally, but it's kind of a harder path. And I've been through that path and it has dragged me through the mud and made me feel like shit. Whereas if I just would have started with, hey, I am looking for a partner. I'm also having fun and enjoying my moments and my time and there's no pressure, Mm -hmm. but 
I am looking for a partner in a, a relationship. And so that has helped, but Good. yeah. Yeah. And like I said, from the perspective of, of the male perspective, we are easy creatures. <laughs> We're so easy. You know, it's like we, we want to have, um, have that sense of assertiveness, but at the same time, it's almost like it's very easy for us guys to just do whatever the woman wants to say and do, because ultimately that's, we, we need you guys in order to make us whole. That's just, that's the bottom line. You know, if it wasn't for women out there, what, what the hell would we be doing? We'd just be wandering or just looking around in circles, going in circles, going in circles, nothing more than that. But that's why it's, it's that whole thing with the yin and yang. So there's that yeah. moment where one of the things that my girlfriend says, she goes, you know what? She goes, one thing I love about you is like, you're one of the greatest guys, but you got just a little bit enough dick in you to keep it, to keep it interesting, you know, because <laughs> I do set my tone, but I'm a really good guy. Yeah. But I know how to put my foot down when I when I've had it. So it's so I think that's just out of surface, just enough to keep it interesting that she always says. Yeah, I like that. Well, I would be the devil's advocate here and say <laughs> that we need to be whole people on our own and then come together as two whole people that do add more to it Agreed. and more yes. to the relationship. Yeah. And like, but we are whole people. We don't have to be like missing something. It's better if you feel complete on your own and then you like find that person that like compliments you That's or correct. you're yin to your yin and you're just like, wow, we do fit and we do challenge each other. But yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest things I always tell like, you know, girls, I say, look, I go when I meet someone that I just truly like and just, you know, when one relationship with, I say, you know, like you don't need me for anything. That's the type of woman that I that I love going for. Like I said, that mm. strong, independent woman who has her shit together and doesn't need a guy for anything. Obviously, you know, we all need someone, but for the most part, she's fine on her own. And so my job is just, I just love to be, a, I, I just want someone to compliment me. Like you just said, you know, that equal balance partner where you're whole, I'm whole. And we just, we just move along together. You know, we, we help each other out. We balance each other out and we help each other to win. It's the easiest way I can say, you know, I just love making sure that we both help each other to win and to succeed in life. Yeah. And that's a good way to look at it, mm -hmm. especially in a women's perspective is like, Hey, like help each other win. Yeah. But I am thinking this through and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I do believe that there's, what would I say? There's a part that goes off balance when women are too in their like independence because mm -hmm. men do want to be a provider and they do want to help. And that was something that I was too independent. Okay. In my last relationship. And I needed to like allow them to be the provider and help me because they had that literal need to help and serve and provide. Right, right. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> um, so my question to you is, and here's the question I've asked for you. So um, and I hear what you're saying, which I totally agree with, but um, let, everyone has their levels of what they need through that independency. Like even though as, as independent, as strong as you are, there's something that that person can balance you with. And that's when you know you're with the right person. So I, I can't say what that is because I don't know you fully yet. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know for, from your sake that um, what what that, um, that that not to say that it's a weakness, but what your thing is that you would just be like, oh, yeah, I need that, that sense of security. I need that sense of this. And most of the time, I, I like just like thinking about that right now, it's just the sense of just someone just being there for you, you need them, that sense of comfort, that sense of trust, you know, someone you can trust. That's, that's probably the biggest thing that I can say where they make you feel like I feel just so comfortable when I'm with this person that I feel that I can trust them, that there's just no animosity and he's letting me be me, you know? And I feel like yeah. that's a lot of the time what the independent woman really, really needs, no matter how strong you are. It's a sense of feeling comfortable with whom you're with. And yes. so that's all I can feeling say with that one. Mm -hmm. safe and comfortable, safe. Very much so. listened to, supported when Correct. struggling and, and not, not having like, like, it's like a, like a, like a battle, like, you know, like you yeah. guys are like, you know, like basically fighting, like it's not a competition in other words, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like most guys at that point, even though I'm sure you've been out with a lot of them and all of a sudden it gets to that head where they're just like, I just feel like, you know, you're just not letting me be me, honey, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're just like, uh, I am if you just allow me to be myself and not trying to run my life at the same time. And I'm sure that's the stuff that was probably where you're like, okay, you're out, dude. You're totally out right there. But a lot of guys at the beginning, 
are willing to take that bet and willing to take that ride with you, right? Because they think, oh, eventually, you know, she's going to need me for something. And their ego at the time is not going to get in the way because they're just giving you lip service just to get with you. But eventually it's going to get to a point, like you just said, where it's going to really bother them. And they're not going to know how to be compatible with you because it is a competition in their eyes. Mm, yeah. We don't want to be in a competition. Yeah. I actually... I love being supported and I loved getting like help and tips and whatnot. I feel like when it came at a, a way of not bossing me around or that they knew better than me, like you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this where I'm like, well, you don't know what's worked and what hasn't. Can you maybe (laughs) listen to me first and then provide some support or like hear my feedback or let me complain a little bit, whatever it is. (laughs) But yeah, I've, I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to see you right there, though. They were trying to set a dominant tone with you is what it was, because yeah. if they're feeling inferior, especially if they know. I mean, trust me, they knew how independent you were when they met you. Let's just be honest. Right. But they have to put their footprint into your lifestyle and say, that's what you're just saying. Like, no, like my way or this is the right way to do it. And you're like, calm yeah. down. Let's just hear me out first. But we get intimidated, which bruises our ego, which means that we have to go tenfold the amount of level just to get hurt. And that's something where. It, that's it's a failure, you know. Unfortunately, interesting. So, mm-hmm. What tips would you have for women to kind of have that balance, like in communication? Like I said from the beginning, just just set your tone of assertiveness from the beginning. You know, um, I'm going to be very honest. My so my girlfriend, she's a doctor, and when we first started dating, it was that thing of like, okay, you know, bottom line, you know, she's already making more money than me, and I and I was like, so. The first day after, let's say, we were really in it for about a month. And so I came at dinner one day and I had this sheet of paper and I went and I read it to her saying, look, I go, just because I know that you're making more than me, I hope that this is never going to affect our relationship because if it does, I'm out right now just to let you know that I don't want it to be an issue. I'm and I'm not going to, I'm not jealous of what you make. I'm on my own path. You know, I'm doing just fine, but you know, let's just face it right now. And you're in our lifestyle, you know, you're making a shitload of money, which she does. She's an amazing doctor. And so she looked at me, she goes, not an issue for me. And I go, great, not an issue for me. And six Ooh. years later, we are fine. So, but I, I let her know from the beginning, just on the flip-flop of that, it's just like, this is not going to be an issue. And I don't want you to ever put it over my head because if it is, yeah. I'm out of here right now. And I'm sure if the flip-flop version where a lot of women in that situation or vice versa, you got to come clean for what you want after the first if you know that this is the person you're going to be with, you need to set the boundaries and set the tone. And if this way, if you put it out there at the beginning, you're not going to get anything like blindsided down the road, right? Because you've already put it out there. And the other person said, okay, yes, I, I it's not a problem for me. I think it's going to make things on an even playing ground at that point to where it's never going to be a thought in your head that's going to bother you. And so yeah. does that make sense? I really like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Putting that so, out there. And then the what about on the mat, the men's side? Is there a way that women can kind of like, hey, I know you make more than me and you pay for most of the things. Like, is there like a way that women can say that? Because I'm going to be fucking frank here is my ex did pay for most things. And there were certain things we weren't even Stevens like on everything. It was different. And I try to share that more with men and women. Like, it's not even Stevens. It's different. Yeah. Like, right. It could be sexually different. It could be they pay for not the same half and half. It balances through different ways. And that's what I like wish people would stop saying. I'm like, it's just down the middle, half and half. No, like masculine, (laughs) feminine energy, like dating those different, it's different dynamics. So it's totally different dynamics. That was a resentment though that he held because he would be always like, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. But then deep down, he didn't share me like, hey, I would, I would appreciate if you like, paid for something here and there, but he would always do it instantly. Okay. So it was See, like, and, and this is where I, where I tell people where a lot of relationships fail, honestly, Tia, because it's one of those things where the longer you harbor that thought yeah. process, the more it festers and you're never going to ever feel like whole. So, but it'd be surprising to know, like, if he just said something to you, you would have been like, okay. And it would, let's just say you would have been like, okay, sure. No problem at all. It would have made it so much easier, but because we always assume what the other person might say, we just don't bring it up. It's just the fear of just letting it out there. And that's something that I tell everyone. I say, look, I go, if you have an issue with someone, just let them know. Because once again, my biggest thing, is like, they're either going to say yes or no, or accept it or not. You know, how simple is that? 
And there's nothing worse than you, like, let's say if I'm mad at you, right? I'm like huffing and puffing around the house and all of a sudden I go, and you're like, well, finally you go, what's wrong? And let's say you don't even say anything and, I, and you go, what's wrong? I'm like, well, I'm mad at this and this. And you're like, okay, well, you just could have asked me and I would have taken care of it. But I think that they feel like there's going to be this push and pull or there's going to be some sort of, well, they're not going to get me or something like that because people are afraid of asking the hard questions and yeah. because they're afraid of the answers. So just put it yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it harbors and then there's a blow up or it's like, and it could have been solved year, so easily yeah, by just months, saying, Hey, T, I don't like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just so right. much re resentment. And like, then you almost can't even like take it back. You can't even ever get past that point. Yeah. It's just exactly. It changes <sighs> up the dynamics after a while. And if, and if you just would have put it out there, it could have been just so much easier. But once it's out there, you realize how much easier it is co to communicate on other things and other issues where it's not going to become that much of a big deal. And you could have just saved, like you said, this whole amount of time just getting along rather than just, you know, just pulling apart. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some of those signs for women to be aware of and like, mean, maybe like stay away signs <laughs> in which way though, please tell them like, you mean from <gasps> by staying away, if you mean, if you're in a relationship or staying away, if you are about to Dating. jump into something. Dating, like what are some of those yeah. clear signs that men do that show that, hey, this is probably not a good quality man. You should just like be aware of this sign and maybe like, okay, you've gotten so many signs now go, you know, right. like, what are some of those signs? The easiest way for me to say this, and I have to say it's just the easiest way. The first and foremost sign is like, we all have red flags, yeah. correct? Sometimes we ignore them. Sometimes you go, hmm? like, you know, you kind of get that little tick, you know, did I, did I, yeah, I'll just let it go. You know what I mean? That yeah. sort of thing. And we just let it go until it gets too late. And all of a sudden it comes up and comes up again. Um, you know, just be able to read the signs of just how, if someone, if you're talking to someone, especially at the beginning of dating, you know, we all just put our best foot forward. We all put out whatever we want the other person to hear. Um, but you got to, I throw, don't agree on this. And I, I don't I, do that. I highly don't agree all. on this at all. Like, I mean, on my, I have this thing where I tell people, I go, the first thing you should just start playing truth or honesty instead of truth or dare from the beginning, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> where you just mm -hmm. virtually say, Hey, so. I want, I want to know something about you. And you just start off really small because all of a sudden where it creates this trusting um, sort of value between each other to where you're like, oh, well, if you yeah. can ask that question and not and look at me at a straight face and really don't really, it doesn't really throw you off a little bit. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to do. But most people are, that I know, like who I've talked to, have tried it. They go, yeah, we're a little afraid though, because what if we find out this about them? I go, well, what if you do? You know, it's just like your past, their past, their past. It has nothing to do with you and your life right now together. It's just something that happened in the past. So, but to move forward though, um, I feel like some of the signs you should look for is to trust your gut instinct first and foremost. You know, you might go out this person, anyone can be wowed. Anyone can be in that first phase of just like bliss where you're like, and, but we miss a lot of, a lot of things in that time. So you just gotta, like I tell people, just make sure you kind of stay grounded. Um, make sure that you put out there what you want to bring to the table versus just letting someone lead all the time. And especially at the beginning, you know, like I said, a lot of guys want to set that tone from the beginning. And quite frankly, I have to be honest, a lot of women do the same thing. You know, they just want to, they want to put their, their, their label on, you know, this is how I am. This is what I expect out of a guy. This is what I want yeah. from a guy. When that happens, you know, I, for me, even as when I hear this from women, I sit there and go, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. you're not going to control me in that sense. And let's just bring it back down. Let's just, let's just figure it all out. So, so you, you know, cause everyone wants to have that, that, what is it, that dominant sort of pull. And it, that's like I said, it, it, it's, it's a game all the way through as we know, Tia. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So. I feel like if a woman is wanting to attract more of that masculine man that mm -hmm. leads and that it kind of wants to hold space for that feminine energy, that's not the right way to go, ladies. And I know some of like, even like my closer friends that really lead with that. And they're just yeah. like, this is me. This is how I am. This is what I expect. It comes off so intense. Yes, it does. And right. So yeah, I want to hear it right. from both ends, by the way. And you're right, though, like I said, from the guy's point of view, like you just said, there's a lot of women that have their they have their thing. Like, I want this, this, this is if you can't do this, then I don't think and I'm like going, this is only like the second day. What the hell? You know, it's like, don't bring all this energy to me to where it's like, you know, but once again, that like energy attracts, though. 
And yes. so if you're, if that woman's putting it out there and she knows, like, I remember this one girl, um, she goes, she goes, first of all, she goes, when I meet a guy, all I want to do is like, he's going to take me out to dinner. He's going to do this. And he's going to do this. I'm like, really? I'm like, and, but there's a select kind of guy that will actually do exactly what she wants. And then vice versa, the guy setting the tone of what he wants, a woman will follow. But those are, you know, people who are meant for each other. <laughs> let's just say, let's just be honest, right? They are meant for for a while, not for the long for a haul. While. For a while. Because eventually you get sick of it either way. Exactly. Like I know a lot of guys go, God, I'm so tired of like this one girl. I'm like, Dude, then why did you even put up with that in the first place? Because I can see how she is. Why would anyone want to be yeah. like that? But we want what we attract. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And uh, especially how you said it only lasts for a while. Oh, sure. So those while. women who do want a masculine men, but then they come at that like attacking, controlling, and then the men yeah. have to rise to it. But then once yes, they, they rise and they achieved that challenge, they no longer want to be bossed around and controlled <laughs> and then they're like wait okay i achieved this because they're like this challenge yeah. and then they're done because they're sick of being emasculated and controlled That's so like correct. i really believe in like a masculine feminine energy balance Whole, and i've dated yeah. women where mm -hmm. it is this balance it's a tango it's it's weaved in and out but you can kind of like go back and forth or like allow some areas that they lead or you lead and correct kind of like a tango. But, that, but that's also, but once again, just off of what you just said to you, that's just you knowing your worth. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I tell people, I go, look, know your worth, because if you know your worth, you're going to, you're going to stand your ground, you know, and if you stand your ground, it's not going to come off like as a negative attitude or bitchy mode. It's just like, you're just who you are and you want the other person, if they're really going to be with you, they're going to understand that. But it doesn't have to be a fight all the time or just this mode of just like aggression or, or, or bitchiness or something like that. It's just like, even the nicest person, you know, like I said, can, can, you know, can get killed. Let's just be honest. You know, like there'll be someone who will just, just crush that person because this person's just way too nice. What do they always say? Nice guys finish last basically. So that person has to know how just to have enough energy and assertiveness to stand his ground and that and that's confidence so just know your worth in the game and if you know your worth then you're not going to have to fight for it too hard you're just going to just it's just going to run itself and be smooth so it's the way i always see yeah. it I, i've been challenged a lot you know like you, yeah. you, I, you know i'm sure as, as all you, you've been challenged a lot and sometimes do you ever look at that person just sit there and go yeah no i don't think so <laughs> you know yeah you know because you sure. can see them trying to just to put their spin on it and you're just looking i'm like this is not going to affect me at all. Whatever you're doing, it's not going to work. So I'm at the point where I kind of know what they're doing and I mm -hmm. understand their, cause I study personalities and like, I understand them probably more than they understand, like know that I know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so the women that you've been like attracting, put up with your bullshit. And now you're with me and I'm like, trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and yeah. like the ability for them to step up. And then I just get annoyed. And I'm like, why did I even give that a, like a, a thought? You <laughs> so know? where does that go in your case? So where does that end up going? Okay. So I will give you a right now scenario. Okay. I have this guy that I can tell he thinks he's the shit. Like he, you know, he has a lot of followers. He's on TV, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, cool, you think you're the shit. And I can tell he's used to having women as an option and yeah. then they're just available for him and they like move their schedule around him. And I'm just like, dude, like you can make a plan. Let's make a plan. But he keeps right. putting me as an option. And I literally, I can read it verbatim what I wrote yesterday because I'm just, I can be in my feminine energy with men that, they lead. You're like, and oh, you're like I'll allow that to happen. <laughs> Let's see where yeah. this goes. Yeah. And yeah. so he just still was putting me as like, oh, like maybe Saturday. Yeah. And I'm see, just you're like, just like, and I get that. You're just one of his many at that point. And he's yeah. going to take, he's going to wait for the best option. And that's what he's doing. If that option doesn't work out, then he's going to go down the road and down the road until he finds, okay, you know what, Tia, now I'm ready. Okay, I'll, let's set this out. And by then you're like, dude, it's fucking Saturday afternoon. Um, You want me to be ready in an hour? Fuck you. You know, yeah, exactly. So, and I'm fine with spontaneity. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the guys I recently went out on a date, it just aligned, but he was available to make a plan, but it okay. just worked out. So, I'm That's definitely down difference. with spontaneity. Yeah. But it wasn't like this, like, oh, if I'm available, oh, if I'm available. It's and I was just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, so if you want to make a plan for Saturday, or are you just going to 
have this be an option if you feel right. like it. Right. And honestly, like that's not how I want to be with a guy that I'm actually interested in because I don't think that's a good balance. And I was very like snappy, but like, I don't I'm think you're a snappy at all. That's not snappy. Yeah. You're just, you just know what he's doing. That's, that's the difference right there. You're being snappy because you know what he's doing. He's playing a game with you is what's happening. And this guy, like you just said, you, you said it from the beginning. If he's, he's a little popular, he's got a lot of women that are interested and da da da. So he's got to pick up the litter and now he's yeah. going to pick the winner and he's going to just go down the road. If the winner doesn't say yes, he's going to go down the road. But the good news yeah. is for you, here's, here's the choice that I, now this is actually good for us right now, because normally I hear this a lot and some women in your situation are like, God, I don't know. It's like, you know, I really like him, but he keeps putting me off, but I'm willing, I'm just waiting for him to go out with and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what? You need to lose that number is what yeah. I tell them because he's, he's not interested. He's playing a game with you and you're his fifth option right now. I'm sorry. 10th, so, fifth, mm -hmm. 20th. I don't know. They could just literally put, that meme they sent to you That's or right. that yeah. message to 10, 20 other people and whoever's available right then, because that's how they work. Yeah. You're not special. No. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm to the point where I'm just like, it hey, sucks, dude, though. It really, yeah. That's and that's the thing. That's like now it's see, but here's the thing, and this is how I tell women how they win their power back in these situations. So your goal now is just to ignore this. If you like say you want to go out with him, right? Let's say I'm saying this for your audience now, right? You ignore his ass, he's gonna respond to you somewhere down the road. Don't text him back, you know, wait a while and say, and if he says, This is normally what guys do in this, he'll go. So his next test, if he has a nerve, he'll go, Hey, you know, nothing really big, just hey. Because he wants you to now to spark the rest of the conversation now. And that's all he needs to say to you. It's just, hey, oh, he's interested again. So, hey, what have you been up to? And all of a sudden, he's like, now he's got you back on the hook. This is what happens. So these are some good examples. Yeah. These are these are things. Remember, I've, I've been through the gamut like a long time. And this is what I do yeah. what I do as well. So it's like I virtually have been the cheater. I've been the guy who's been on all sides of this whole thing. I, and I know the ins and out of this whole game. And so um, it's one of those things where that's one of the things why I tell people I'm such an advocate for women, because I can tell you how to win your power back when shit like this happens. And usually most of the time, it's just if you just ignore a guy for a minute. We're going to, especially if we're already in that mode of into a little bit, we're going to have to, we're going to come back eventually, you know, whether it's not early, it's we're eventually going, Hey, how you doing? Just to kind of reconnect that spark again, because any option or any open door to us, it's still a potential somewhere down the road, right? Yeah. Even if we haven't spoken to you for a year, they're still like, Oh, I remember that one girl. Let me reach out to her and see if she's still interested in me. Because it's like, remember what I said, if she's interested in me still. So I'm going to throw it out there and just see yeah. like, what, what bites at that point. And if it hits, now I got you back on the hook. And this is yeah. what happens sometimes. So instead you know. of them showing their interest, that's they're correct. Just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, is she a, interested? Yeah. I had a friend up at um, I just got back from a podcast convention about a month and a half ago. And um, and so, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I had a lot of women around me. And so my friend, she looked at me and she goes, if I was your girlfriend, she goes, I don't ever think I could be your girlfriend because she goes, you have 30 women around you right now, Chris, and they're all circling around you like a hot. She goes, How do you do that? And I go, well, first of all, I go, I, you know, I'm never going to make one of them feel like I'm leading anyone on because first of all, mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend, you know, and secondly, it's just like, yeah. I, if, if you're going to have the balls and I say this in a women way, if you have the balls to go, oh my God, I think you're handsome. I think you're this and that and have the enough, the balls to come and say that to me. I'm not going to soak it in. Like you're talking about this other guy. I'm going to be respectful and be like, oh my God, thank you so much. Yeah. I think you're amazing as well. And spin it back to them where it's now equal and not just them giving me something to where I go, well, thank you. You know, what's your name and what can I get out of you? This and that. I, I don't do that. You know, I just want, yeah. if you're going to come talk to me and just say that, I'm going to be gracious and grateful and humble and be just, oh my God, thank you so much. But and then be like, but Tia, look at you. You're like, you're freaking awesome. So I want to get to know you a little bit more, da, da, da. And I can work a room of like 30 people like this. And she saw this happen. She goes, how do you not keep any of these girls mm -hmm. getting jealous of, of each other or you? And I go, because I don't stay around long enough to make them feel that way. You know, like if I'm, yeah. if I'm spinning and talking to like 30 girls at one moment, I'm each individually giving each of you time to where it's like, I appreciate you, but that, that's, that's it. I just appreciate you for appreciating me and what, and I want to know you more and I want to be friends with you or whatever it is. But if there's never any hidden agenda though, behind all this as well. And that's yeah. why I tell you, I go, that's why I would never ever make any of these girls jealous because when I'm in it, I take a step away and I go sit down or whatever it is and just be by myself for a little bit as well to show them that I'm, I'm not really going to be this person. Now, put any other guy in this situation and his head spinning like a top going, ooh, I have all these options. Who am I going to take home tonight? Who am I going to sleep with tonight? And da, da, da. So we're only thinking about ourselves at that point. And now it becomes kind of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
unattractive to all the other girls in theory mm -hmm. as well. So the guy that yeah. you're talking about, he's, he's eventually, like you just said, you're seeing his true colors coming out by just even to the point of where he's at with you right now, because he's not giving you enough attention at this point to really, he's, he's putting you off. In other words, he's using that as like a third or fourth option. And that's something that I always tell people, I go, if a guy does that to you and you're not getting a response back, or if you ask, like you said, Hey, when are we going out? And it's just not giving you a certain date or something. He's playing you at this point. Yeah. And I really just think that's what he wants right now is somebody mm -hmm. to come to him and be around right. his schedule. It's, and it's more attention. He's, he just wants, yeah. he, he's eating up all the attention and, and, and he, and yeah. truly let's say he, he really ultimately does want to go out with you. But like I said, he's waiting for a better option all the time. There's always a better option in some guy's eyes. And, the, and especially the guys who are getting a lot of attention because they're going to see, well, let me see who's going to give me the most out of this whole scenario of what I need the most. Mm -hmm. And that Saturday is pretty valuable. So yeah, I was like Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to be sitting at home. Like, do you want to make a plan right now and commit to it? Okay, no. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have a plan. So right, don't right. even hit me up. Yeah, just make sure it's not a Monday girl. You know, if you're if you turn into that Monday girl, then you're like, oh, you get for your Saturday. Like, you pass me over and put me on a Monday. Fuck you. Fuck you for that. So, That's <laughs> your, funny. That's your face funny. right now is cracking me up. Just oh like, my god. Yeah. No. Um, okay. So what are some ways that men can be better men and like just supportive, be better, treat women better. And that's a great yeah. question. Um, so one of the things that I try to coach people on is just to really like, that's a really good question to you. And, um, anyone who listened to this, um, that question can be easily answered if guys just learn how to be their true authentic selves. And the only way you can do that is just to really know who you are deep down inside. Once again, just like they have to, a lot of guys, once again, we, we, our ego gets in our way. Let's, let me just be honest with you. And when the ego gets in the way, it's, it's, it's just a world of hurt. Like we, we feel, when we feel jilted or as I like to say, but hurt, you know, we, we lash out, you know, most guys do. And it's just sad. You know, all of a sudden you're just like, you see this good guy, which I'm sure you've seen just, and all of a sudden it just changes on a dime when you say, when they don't hear what they want to hear, when they're not getting their way. And they sometimes lash out in a certain sort of way where it sometimes is not the nice way. And you're all of a sudden like, where the fuck did this come from? You know what I mean? So ego is a lot of it though. I feel like a lot of guys just need to squash their egos a little bit more. Yes, we need ego for confidence. Yes, we need ego for certain things, but you just don't need it to rule our lives just because it's like, it's, it's used for the wrong way sometimes. And so for myself, for instance, like I... I, I always tell people I have no ego. Like, you know, yes, I said, once again, I have my ego when it comes to business and when it comes to certain things. But when my ego, I'm just so even keel and I'm just so attentive and listening. That's one of the things why I feel like once the ego gets out of the way, you're just a better person for it most yeah. times. And, and I feel like that's the answer. But you got to really be in touch with yourself. You know, whether it be a lot of guys need to get in touch with their feminine side, whether guys just need to go, you know what? I'm just a fucking dick and just need to realize it and, and just kind of own it and just be like, Hey, look, okay. Now I can be settled into my own space right now. Just whatever it is. I, I you just need to get more in tune with yourself. And that, and that's a lot of it. <laughs> Wait, so if they're a dick, just be a dick. Like they, they well, should know what, at least, to be but, better. Hey, but check this out though. If a dick is being a dick, he's like, dude, I'm just a fucking dick. You're like, at least he's being honest with you. Right. Yeah. Or like if a guy just, you know, right now wants to sleep with all the women and like not have relationships, just be upfront about it and be like, hey, like I'm not looking anything for anything. Like I do want to have sex mm -hmm. with you, but I'm really not looking for like anything. And this is like maybe a one time thing. Honestly, there's books about that. Women mm -hmm. are fine. And the women who wants to just have that, there are women that want that. And then right. and that, and once used. again, that's being completely honest, you know, yeah. and the other person, but it's like, there's nothing worse than someone putting on a, putting on a mask or putting on a show where it's like, yeah. wow, this, this guy just fucking duped me right now. You know, he mm -hmm. said he's into me and all of a sudden he just flips on a, on a dime. So you have to be able to be aware of just the little things. And and one of the biggest things I get told women, if your red flags are coming up like frequently, you got to take signal signs of that and take, take note of that and just get the hell out. So, and, and yeah. I know it's not easy all the time because guys, once again, we will, we will suck you in all the time, just like a woman can suck us guys in. So, yeah. um, you know, like I said, there's no right or wrong, but just to be, just be aware more than yeah. anything else. And Trust like I tell gut. a lot of my guy friends, like I said, I go, you know, like you'd be the greatest guy if you just tone it down and just allow yourself to be just a little bit more on a level, but they feel yeah. like they have to just, you know, once again, put on that show. So. Yeah, that ego for sure. 
Um, how does ego show up for men? What, what are some good examples? Um, well, here's a good example. So, um, so I'll, I won't say any names, but I have a friend where, um, she was going out with this guy a few times and it, and I mean by a few times, it was like two or three dates. Um, but then she started, she was going on a few dates with this other guy as well. So she chose the other guy. So she decided, you know what, I'm going to be good. I'm going to text this other guy and let him know, Hey, you know mm -hmm. what? Um, I don't think that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I, I think I want to, want to, I've met someone else in other words. Right. Um, but I'd still want to be friends if you want to be friends. So the guy's response was like, oh, well, gee, like, and she, by the way, she, she was like, this guy was such a great guy, you know, and I, I really would like to go out with this guy, but the other guy was just more of what I really wanted, right? Nothing wrong with the guy. But so this guy responds and goes, well, I thought we really had something, you know, we went on a few dates and I, I just assumed that we had something and who have you been dating? Like, there's another guy. So then, so what he said at this point was now he started getting uglier and uglier in the text as it went on. And by the way, she never responded to, she goes, I'm sorry. It's just what it was. He proceeded to write three or four texts over the next few days, just going down this downward spiral. You fucking bitch. I can't believe you. Seriously. Like, that's how bad it got. And all because she was being open and honest about saying, Hey, I met someone that I think that I think I want to pursue. Thank you so much. You know, and just being honest with them. He got so pissed off and so ugly to her on all these texts. She was showing me texts. I go, that's the shit right there. Yep. And I go, you know what? The good news is you saved yourself a lot of, of like, you know, shit down mm. the road yeah. because he, he presented himself as being a great guy, which I'm sure he was. But the underlying tone of his ego getting bruised really showed his ugly head. And that's, and that's the yeah. shitty part. So. Uh. And that's so sucky right. because that's why oftentimes we just go stir disappears that's because correct. that's happened to me. Okay. I like didn't, I didn't have a set date. This was years ago, but a set time or date with a guy. And then he's like, Oh, are you ready for our date? I'm like, you didn't set a specific time, date or place. So I didn't set that time, date or place. And he's like, Oh, you're a bitch and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That ego. Right. And, and you're like, and by the way, it's like, it's the little things that, that flip the switch like that. Right. And you know, the, the funniest thing, going back to the other story to you, all the guy had to say was when she wrote that to him, was like, you know what? No worries. I understand that, you know, but if you and the other guy don't ever work out, you know, I'm just, Hey, hit me up, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. make it, made a joke out of it. You know, who knows that, that this new guy could only last for a few weeks. And then she probably goes, Oh my God, this other guy, you know, he might, he might've been the one who knows. Right. But yeah. now because he showed his colors, two colors, he is now out for the rest of his life with her now. Yep. And all he had to do was just change up the wording by just saying, man, that's disappointing. Shit. Like, you know, well, hey, you know, down the road, if you want to be friends, you know, hey, hit me up or whatever. It's like you you keep those doors open, especially if you feel like you had a connection with someone like that as well. Mm -hmm. This guy in your your um in your case, it's just like, I mean, was that an earlier on dating sort of thing or was that? Oh, yeah, like that was like date? probably like a decade ago. Okay. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And you know, I don't like to be called a bitch. No, so I was but, like, what, but what was what the point the of going that deep for the throat of just because he was, you know, first of all, there was nothing set up, but yet mm -hmm. he had to go really far into that by calling you the names and all that shit. It's like, once again, that just shows a person's true colors on where that's going down the road. Yeah. So. I definitely avoided that, but I was just like, whoa, like, okay, <laughs> ah, you are, I definitely glad I didn't waste my time on that date, no. but wow. Wow. I think this yeah. should be a lit, you know, I think you just gave us a new litmus test for dating actually right now, where I think that, I think every girl should probably just for the, just for the hell of it, use this as a test to go, just say, Hey, you know, at the last minute, I'm sorry, I can't go on the date. Something came up and see how the guy reacts. If, and you know, he's a good guy. If he goes, no problem. Let's just set it up for another day. I hope everything works out well. Or if the guy goes, fuck you, I can't believe you're like, you know, like you're canceling me at the last second and blah, blah, blah. This would be a good test of knowing if you have a good guy or not, by the way. Yeah. And I, I will say I do a little bit of tests. I try not to do it like the first date because that kind of sucks. You might not get a second one, but right. I mean, if something happens, it happens, but I do kind of like to test the waters about certain things and how they react. And that's true, but mm -hmm. should it also be the same for the women? What if the guy cancels at the last minute? Think the woman should just be chill as well? Yeah, that's a good question. It, well, once again, it all depends on the scenarios, right? Like, you know, if, if he goes, hey, I'm sorry, I worked, da-da-da-da-da-da. 
these are little things that I feel like a person needs to preface before it happens. Like, Hey, yeah. like the day's looking a little bleak today, maybe yeah. that morning or something to give you enough time to at least be on part of going, yep. okay, if this happens, then I can make other arrangements, whatever it is. But I also feel like that's being stand up for sure. You know, it's like, but if it springs on, unless he has a really good excuse of that last minute towards it's like, and you can feel that genuine, gen, gen, genuine, I can't even say the word right now, that genuine, like, you know, that genuine thing, I think yeah, it's okay. Honestly. But um, yeah. but if he but if it's happens again and again and again, um, yeah, that's not Cut a good loose. sign. No. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Let people know if you're like, oh shit, like I might not be able to make tonight. My my appointment's running a little bit mm -hmm. long or something like that. Definitely, if I was sitting at a bar already there, I'd no. be pissed and yeah. I would not go on a date again. Right. Um. So yeah, there's definitely points where it's yeah. like, oh, if you let me know a few hours or. A day before or just kind of like hey i might not be able to make it that's definitely understandable right. um not over and over and over but yeah <laughs> i totally agree totally that's, agree that's for sure and hopefully they're just not using it as a cop out just not to go out on the date with you and just like uh, maybe i don't want to go out on the date after all so yeah um no we just never know what people <laughs> tell you yeah. yeah yeah there's 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 a lot in the dating space that you know we have to navigate through so and 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 quite frankly it's it's a lot easier than what it seems to be if we just go in with eyes wide open half the mm -hmm. time you know but i feel like we we're just so um blinded by certain things when we are in that space i get it you know i mean we all we all do we're all victims of it but you just got to go in just a little more aware i mean don't go in like full guns ablazing with your whole like i see what you're doing i got gotcha. you i know what you're going on over there tia you know when it's that whole thing it's just like trying to i'm gonna figure out like i know what you're doing to me just go in with just an open mind first of all and just you know because shit happens so yeah mm -hmm. well there's a part of me that i'm like just like with this guy that's driving me, like he's just bugging me. Like at this point, I'm just like, stop DMing me. Like okay. you're, you're kind of bothering me. Yeah. I just got to that point where I was like, okay, like, are we going to make a plan? Yes or no. And I guess, I, I don't know. It, it kind of bothers me when people keep DMing me though, or, okay. or messaging me. I almost want to okay. be like, Hey, just, just stop. Like, Stop texting me. <laughs> you're saying, the it's, right it's, especially when it's gotten to a point, right? Like, yeah. I guess if it's gotten to a point where you're now, you're just kind of like, you can see that there's just nothing that's going to come out of it. Or if it's just too much play, I get that. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it pushed me into that like aggressive mode, like just stop, dude. You're, I don't, I'm not a big, like, let's just text a bunch of people and like get that fill. Mm -hmm. I don't get a fill from texting a bunch of people. Okay. I like to be focused on my work and it's, honestly just a distraction to me Got unless it. it's like moving towards something i, I um, like that though for me though yeah. i, I kind of like that i think that's a good thing for people out there to know you know it's just like you're you're very much you know what you want let's just be honest yeah. right you you know that your work life's busy if you're gonna date someone you know it's it better it needs to be planned it needs to be you know pretty much scheduled and accurate like you have no time for bullshit let's just be honest yeah, no time that. for bullshit. I but I'm also in the moment. Like yeah. I can go on fine. a date mm -hmm. and see if I enjoy their company. There's no pressure. We can see if we are on the right path and then continue that until there's a certain point. And I'm like, okay, like there's no future. I'm no longer going to communicate with you, text you or anything. <laughs> and maybe I'll respond in the DMs with some hearts because now you're <laughs> one of my friends. <laughs> oh, they made the friend category. Lovely. <laughs> we all love the friend space, don't we? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the hearts. I appreciate yeah. the hearts. Oh my God. They're like, she hearted me. Damn it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm so out. It's like, well, you know, you made your bed, dude. You made your bed. You waited a little too long. But I appreciate that, though. I like the fact that you're you're assertive when it comes to that stuff. That's yeah, something I that I appreciate a lot, by the way. That's one thing about a woman that I sit there and go, look, I don't have time for BS. But But it's, once again, it's genuine, though. It's something like, you know, we can all read through the lines of certain things, but if when gen if you're being genuine and being very honest and open about it, that is read across the board, no matter what style you're pushing at someone, it's easily read at that point because it's the energy. And then it just, it, you don't waste your time no. mm -mm. with somebody that you don't really actually see a future with. Oh, he may be great. No, trust your gut. Like you said yeah. earlier, mm -hmm. be upfront from the beginning and like, leave that space to actually meet somebody that you could keep going on dates with. Right. Right. Yeah. Ladies, I have to say, like, I'm going back for another tip. Like, you know, if you go out on that date for the first time, what you're looking for is for the guy to be attentive, 
obviously not talking too much about himself. He's listening. He's yeah. asking really good questions and, and you'll pick that the tone up, you know, most of the yeah. time that, um, another thing as well, one of the things I tell guys, like, you know, it's, it's funny if like, if you're with a woman, you're on a date with her, if her eyes are just kind of like, you're looking, you're looking at her as you're talking with her, but then her eyes just kind of float off, float <laughs> off. Be just be aware of that gentleman on how many times the eyes flop. She's not interested at that point. Wow. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. There's all there's all these little tricks and trays that you can pick up pretty easily. So hmm. um yeah. And you I've know been, what I'm talking about, Tia. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I've been told though off. that I have really good eye contact, but I think good. I do that even if I'm not completely interested. I think it's a different energy though. Okay. They can tell whether I'm into them energy or I'm right. just being a nice communicative. I was going to say you're being person. respectful regardless though. And I appreciate that though, you know, and that's yeah. something that's hands down. It's I'm like, you know what? It didn't work out, but I'm, I liked going on this date with this person because at least she was being respectful and honest. So and yeah. like, you know, like I said, and you were listening, but just not the right fit for you. Nothing yeah. Take me that. on a date. You'll have a good first date. I'm, <laughs> I will be honest whether I'm going on a second date or not, whether or not I'm into you usually. So that, that kind of leads me to my next question. Mm -hmm. I am fully dating. Like I'm dating. I'm looking for a partner. I'm open to finding a partner, okay. but I'm also open to like, you know, letting it gradually grow. I'm being very like, I actually want to take my time with this. Um, so I'm dating and there's, you know, a few people, there's like a couple people that I'm like, oh, I could go on a second or third date with. They have good qualities. They okay. have similar goals. But maybe I just, I feel like I'm too hard. Hard in which way? Like, like which way? I have a list of <clears throat> Oh, you have a checklist. But like, yes, no, but... I have like my five mm -hmm. deal breakers and my okay. five must have. So I don't like go way crazy. But I would love to actually point... hear those one day. We have to talk about that. But yeah, go ahead, yeah. continue though. Those are important. You have to have those, ladies. Right, and but gentlemen. go back to where you you just said something that I picked up on. You said that, but I feel like I'm being hard, and I want to know what you mean by that, though. Yeah. So, okay, one of them has a lot of characteristics, and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this is great. One of them, I'm like, okay, there's not that like chemistry. Like, I don't want to jump his bones. Do I go on a third date? Like, it's like I liked his communication. I liked he hit all the five things I'm looking for. Right. But there's like not this, you can't force it though. Right. And I'm so you're not like, feeling that spark from that one in theory. Yeah. That's a tough one. You know, like, and, yeah. and this is something I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of women with. It's like, okay, let's say he meets all the criteria that you're looking for, except for that spark and energy. You know, um, sometimes, you know, you're just gonna, you might just have to just, you know, that that's a tough one. Not to say yeah. that, you know, you just might have to just, you know, just go in again and just see what it's like. Because sometimes yeah. it takes time for people to figure that out. Um, you know, like there's been a lot of people that said, oh my God, I met this one person. And that first one I met them, they were not the one. And then eventually down the road, oh my God, they became the love of my life. And so I always go, how did you not know that the first time? And what changed at that point? So yeah. there could be things like that. It's, it's sometimes it's timing. Um, sometimes it's where you're at right now. Um, I, you, let me ask you this. You went out with that person, that one particular person that you're talking about, what made you want to go out with them in the first place? What was that first, um, Thing that means you go, yeah, sure, I'll go out with you. Honestly, I would say the second date. Well, like the first date, I was just kind of like, let's do this. It's spontaneous. Let's see how it is. The first okay. date was great. The first date, great chemistry. We had similar goals. We had very good communication. There was definitely energy. The second date was a little bit like, oh, like I think we were both exhausted. Oh, so I think it. I could give him a third date to see if there's more chemistry because all the other things are good. Um, to see that, but usually for me, I'm like, okay, if three, I, yeah, I think that's acceptable. And you yeah. know, there's something out there that I ask a lot of, you know, more so than guys and women, because for myself, like I, I always have this thing where I go, how do you not know after the first day, if you really want to go out that person or not anymore? Like for me, it's like, I normally know right away. I'm like, yeah, it's not the one for me, you know, yeah. um, because like, because I am paying attention. I'm, I'm looking, paying attention and just like chemistry, whatever it is. Right. Um, but, um, but for you, I know a lot of women go, well, you know, like I just didn't get everything that I wanted to see after that first one, which I understand and I can validate that. So in your case, I think the third one might be a good choice because you yeah. even you said something there. The second one, you might've felt maybe you were just a little tired on the second date and you weren't given your full, mm -hmm. you know, full energy to that date like you did on the first time. So I think that's yeah. an acceptable third date. When is that happening, yeah. by the way? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Okay. 
And how does he feel about it, by the way? Where's he at with all this? I got your perspective, but have you guys been talking? No, it kind of like, I think it was the day before Valentine's Day. And it happened to be a spontaneous date. And honestly, I was like, okay, like, is this going to, are we going to keep seeing each other? I wasn't sure. And we were both kind of tired. We both said that we almost canceled, but we both showed up anyways. And I was like, okay, that's a different energy and dynamic. And then we kind of didn't keep talking. So I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll just let it go. But it's good for me to think this through because for me, I'm one of those people that I get like, I really am into like the chemistry and the connection, but then I'm missing sometimes the parts that I really need and the break, the deal breakers or the must have. So I'm like, how do I balance this? Yeah. Cause I am more of that like intense person. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. So like the, since let's say you, I heard five, let's say, so we're three of the five. Do you feel like that would be enough or do they have to meet in your eyes, everything? Oh no, they have to have all five for me. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm interested in what that is. There's only five. Okay, I'm, I'm, about, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes five is a lot for a lot of people. Five is a lot for oh, some people. Some people no, just these... need to focus on one or two. Let's just be honest. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm for like a life partner. I get no. that. Mm-mm. These no, are I like my deal but Once again, I remember, I don't know. I don't know what those five are. But like yeah, I said, yeah. if I saw it, then we could talk about that. But yeah. once again, some people have this whole list of criteria that like just, and I'm like, dude, that's that's just too much. You know, you yeah. need to break it that down to like three. I'm sorry. That's just, oh. it's just a lot. Yeah, so. mine are more characteristic. That okay. are a must-have in a partner, okay. like ambitious, yeah, um, honest and open. Fun is a one for me because mm-hmm. I'm a fun person. I have to have fun in my life, and that was something that is why one of my past relationships ended because I needed gotcha. that fun. I needed that adventure that I was missing. Um, what was the other one? Oh, like looking for the similar future, like family, yeah, wants kids, things like that. Like those are all must-haves. Like right. I can't not have one of those. No, those those are good ones for sure. You know, like I said, those are good ones for sure. Though it's like sometimes, like you know, you you think about what people write and what they want and what they're what they're thinking and some but those those are all valid ones. I appreciate those because that's actually something that yeah, and fun. How do you miss fun? By the way. Oh, so I'm a fun person. Like, were you having too much fun before this other person to realize you're not that fun after all? I mean, what the hell happened there? No, it's more like travel, adventure, try new things, jump off cliffs. They don't have to jump off a cliff, but I would like somebody that would do new things with me. Mm -hmm. Go to Thailand, go try new things. They're not going to be just always sitting on the outskirts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They want to get on the roller coaster. They want to go on the freaking air balloon. Like, I have to, I don't want to do that alone. No, and you shouldn't, but that's the thing. You should not be able, you know, but like, and that's, that's, those are all valid ones too. And I feel (laughs) like, um, just those little, little like things at the beginning, even like you said, the first two or three dates, you can probably assess that out pretty quickly with someone by just their tone. And when you talk about that stuff, they're super excited to hear that with you and talk about their adventures and things like that as well. You know, that's, that's probably what you need to start doing a little bit more as well. Like, and not yeah. saying you personally, but for people out there, you know, just kind of just putting like, once again, just be honest about it, just put it out there yeah. as long as it's in a communicative way. And it's not like you're actually saying these are hard lines for me or whatever it is, even though, you know, not to say that they aren't, but, but, you know, people will always just be more open to being on that ride with you, let's just say, yeah. right? Like, I think my, um, like, for instance, my ex-wife, for instance, I think we were going out for about three or four months together. And she's like, I remember we were specifically on an airplane going to visit her dad in the, from, you know, LA to the East Coast. And she looked at me before the plane top. She goes, so what's your five-year plan? I go, I don't know. I don't have a five-year plan just yet. I don't know what you're talking about. She got so freaking pissed at me, Tia. She goes, you don't have a five-year plan. I can't be with someone. Who's a and all of a sudden I was like, why are you getting so angry? She's like, that's a big deal for me. And, but at the same time though, I was like, huh, I'm willing to explore that and learn. And cause I never yeah, had to yeah, think yeah. about that. So these yeah. are other things too, that you might be missing on just to put it in the nicest way. It's that you have to give people a chance to maybe see if that they can step up as well sure. in order to meet those criteria. because sometimes that's not on our radar at the time. Like for instance, mm. family, for instance, yes, you know, I mean, getting older, we should kind of have that maybe in a sense. But, uh, yeah, I date, you know, but for, I date but, older. So, okay, but for the younger generation, you know, it's like that's not on their mm. plan right now. You know, you have yes. to be able to say, you know, I'm, it's not on my radar right now, but I, I would, I would have that conversation with you if we get that far. But you have to give people the benefit of the doubt, and you have to kind of hopefully it, it matches up somehow, some way. Yeah. 
But you know, that's, that's what I meant fine. by just hard. If you have hard like things that you want, sometimes people have to kind of work themselves into some of that stuff, which yeah. I did, by the way, my five-year plan, trust me, the day after that, I was like, huh, yeah. you know, I'll think about this. And I stepped up and I, and you know, a year later, you know, 10 years later, 17 yeah. years later, you know, we were married for 17 years after that. So um, yeah. And it's fine to do that. It's mm-hmm. trying to find to discuss those things like, oh, I want someone with a house. Oh, wait, let's, I'm open to buying a yeah. house or something, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more of like, I don't know, it varies, but where I'm at right now, I kind of want, I'm not super hard on those. Like, okay. oh, like somebody who's adventurous that would maybe they haven't traveled, but they would like to, Yeah, you know, like it doesn't have to be they're already there. It could be like, oh, yeah, I've wanted to travel. I, I just haven't had the time right. or the right. It's person. all in the energy. It's all mm-hmm. in the energy and what how you're getting, how you're receiving that for sure. So yeah. um, because like I said, no one wants to be down the road. Saying, but I thought you're like. Yeah, you know, now you're pissed off or you're like, why did I even go this far on the spaceship? Because once again, we've all done that in the past and hopefully everyone grows enough to know exactly what they want and can read the signs better. Um, that's why I feel like, you know, it's funny, somebody in their um, 20s was asking me a question the other day and I went, yeah, I could give you the answer, but I think that you need to go through those life experiences in order to kind of find that out yourself. So whatever I can give you, when I give you this answer, it's not going to really match up for you right now because you don't have those experiences yet to really go through it yet. So sometimes we just have to go through that experience. That's that's the only way you're going to gain the experience, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of being open. I would say one of my hardest ones is the ambitious. I feel like that one's a little bit hard for me to Mm. gauge Okay, because I'm trying not to be too hard on them because what if I was in a corporate job and then I decided two years later that I wanted to do something. So that one's a little bit harder to gauge, but in my mind, I think you're either born with it or you're not. And that's kind (laughs) of how I agree with that. And by the way, that, by the way, that's, that's, that's not, you're, you're right on spot with that though. So don't ever let that one go because there's um, ambition. You can be ambitious, but it shows in your work ethic. It shows in your discipline. It shows in that you're actually trying to go for what you want. And if Mm -hmm. you're saying that you're ambitious and you just are sitting on the couch doing nothing on days that you feel like, yeah, maybe this is that day that you should actually be going out there doing something because you've sat on the couch for 10 days in a row doing nothing. That's a different story, you know, because Mm -hmm. ambitions, you can see the ambition in someone's soul. You know, that's a whole different thing. So don't let that one go. (laughs) Okay, good. Because I was like, am I being too hard on people? Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not. So- I've had someone, I dated people. I've yeah. had this one girl. She was, um, she was a trust fund baby, had a lot of money mm-hmm. and, you know, we got along really well. We dated for like three or four years. And, uh, the day that she decided to do something and, you know, cause she had the money to open up this amazing store and do things that people would kill to do something like this. Ah, right. I just wish I had like 20,000 more dollars. So if right. anybody wants to just right. throw that my way, <laughs> but here's the thing though. Even though she had it, she decided about six months later to shut it all down because she's like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. It threw me for a loop. And I went about a month later, I go, I can't date this person anymore because yeah. she put on herself. I just cannot. She's not, you know, you have the money to do things that most people would kill for. And, you know, but just mm-hmm. because you had it and you couldn't follow through that, that broke us up. And, you know, I said, yeah. I, I can't date people who just don't have the ambition to follow through with something. I'm sorry. So Same. big difference. Mm-hmm. Same. Cause I want yeah. to continually grow and continually strive for more. Right. I don't care where they're at. Honestly, my, my last partner, he wasn't at the right, like, you know, the super successful place. We actually met while we were both struggling, but then we bet both, like we found our purpose. We kept going. We broke through that together and like hit new levels of success and purpose. And it was awesome. So I wouldn't, I didn't judge him that he wasn't there yet, but I I knew he was so ambitious and he had and that's why it's different right there. See, because you you yeah. saw what he was doing, you saw his worth ethic or something that said this guy is ambitious, and I can see that he's he really wants what he wants, and so yeah. that's a big difference, you know. I mean, we've like you said, yeah. we've seen a lot of people running around <laughs> doing lots of successful things, and what's the first thing you've heard from them? I fucking hate my job. This sucks. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And you're like, dude, like you know, like it's so everybody's got something, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I think my five are good. I think my five are good. It's just, you know, I think I'm your five are good time. too. Now that I'm talking, you know, you got a good five. So yeah, that. I, Keep those. go back to the list and I'm like, wait, which, oh, they're missing one. Okay. This one could be a, maybe we'll see if he's like that, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. 
those I've found over the years, like those are the sturdy, stable ones. <laughs> right. I always say, you know, hopefully people can step up in different ways. So, you know, like yeah. the, there's nothing better than someone surprising you when you're like, damn, I didn't expect that. That yeah. that's that's always a that's always a bonus for me. You yeah. Know, like and that and everybody can step up in different sort of ways. And this is once again going back to um the yin and yang of a relationship, you know, like whether a guy is dating uh, a strong independent woman or whether a woman's dating a guy who feels like he might have I and I say might might have all the control. It's just that, you know, everyone needs to learn how to step up because once again, they know their self-worth. You know what makes you whole, you know what you have to offer that relationship, and that's the thing that makes a relationship strong. You know, yeah. because you're never going to sway from that. And don't ever let anyone tell you anything differently because the people who are afraid to show, oh my God, this person, they're doing this, this, and this, and I'm intimidated or whatever the hell it is. And you're not showing your self-worth. You're going to lose. You're going to lose every time yeah. the other person's going to step on you or, or they're just going to end up saying, look, I just can't be with this person anymore. So yeah, don't put them on choose. a pedestal. Right. That's not a good thing. I choose me all the time. I choose, I'd yep. rather choose me every single time. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this has been a great podcast episode. Do you have any last tips to share? Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. You're you're freaking amazing. I love what you're doing, by the way. And, you know, guys, once again, just for you out there listening, learn, just be able to speak your voice, you know, communicate well what you want. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want for, because first and foremost, like I said, what's what do you have to lose? Let's be honest, especially at the beginning of the relationship, if you do it correctly and you communicate your wants and needs without trying to be pushy or overly, you know, aggressive or anything like that, it'll come through with your true authentic self. And mm -hmm. if you can learn to keep your true authentic self, that, that by first and foremost, always reads better than anything else across the, across the board. And, and the other person will always read that energy from you. So just learn yeah. how to communicate what you want, be your true authentic self and know your worth. Yeah. I lead with that. I lead with time. some of too. my crazy stuff that, you know, might scare yeah. people off. And I'm okay with it if I scare people off because I don't want to waste three dates even. Totally. And then they know something about me that's like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I don't want to see you, you anymore. See, I just yeah, we're, we'll get along just fine, Tia. That's something yeah. I tell you. I go, what you see is what you get. I go, I have nothing to hide yeah. from you. If you want to ask me something, ask me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a very honest upfront person. And it's just like I have nothing I don't sway from anything. If it's, if it's a really deep question you want to know, I, I'll throw that out there too. And they're like, damn, I would never show. I'm like, well, that's me. You you know, make your yeah. choice. So it weeds it out faster. It sure does. 100%. When you lead with that, mm -hmm. it attracts the same likeness in the partner that you're that's talking yeah. with. They will and open up more. And that's what I was going to say. It, it opens up the communication so much more because they're they're seeing that you're putting your best foot forward. And I hope that they would reciprocate to do the same back to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one day that we were talking about, I asked him all the freaking hard questions, but it kind of just flowed that way. It wasn't like okay. I was an interview plot process because yeah. I don't do that always on first dates. It just like kind of flowed. And he was really enjoying my deep questions. And he was like, hey, I really like your questions. I like that. He's throwing them at me. And okay. so I was. And Is it was the like non sexual guy, the guy you're like, I'm the non sexual guy. Yeah. Oh, man. I know, I know. I'm very he might, he, might, he, might, he might turn you over in bed. I, yeah. I think, you know, you might get this guy another chance. I'm kind of rooting for this guy right about now. Yeah. I mean, I'm think like, about it. That's a rare thing. Like you got, you went deep with him and he was interested, first of all. Yeah. This guy seems like he's on board what, what you want. Now you just might, you might have to turn him out. You might just like give him a <laughs> and see what happens to you. Just see what happens. You might be surprised. I'm telling yeah. you, you might be like a, like a freaking like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde in bed. Yeah. Maybe. So, okay. I'll give him another shot. Right. We'll see. I'm rooting for this dude. He's going to crush it. <laughs> hey, awesome. I'll, I'll let you know, but okay. Where can people find you? So your podcast. Yeah. And... Find me, you know, on, on social media, you can find me at dating intelligence. Um, my, my podcast dating intelligence is on all platforms. You know, our YouTube yeah. is crushing it. Also like on audio, it's everything's at dating intelligence. So just check it out. Website, everything. Awesome. Podcast. And Instagram will be yeah. linked in the bio. So thank you thank so you. much, Christopher. And You're I hope welcome. you have a lovely day. Thank you so much, Sia, for having me. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.